This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the first Sunday of Lent, the 10th of March. When I was first ordained a priest, I had a parish priest who was very conscientious, very holy, but who would often say after lunch, I'm going off now to exercise the supremacy of essere over agere, that is the supremacy of being over doing. It was his way of saying, I'm going for a sleep. On this first Sunday of Lent, I would suggest that we are trying to do the opposite. Lent is about doing rather than just about being spiritual. And this is clear from the fact that we are asked by the church to go into basic training again, to learn the ABC of the spiritual life, to perfect how we live as Christians. The essence of Lent is to do more intensely what we should be doing at all the other times, being people of prayer, charity and penance. St Leo the Great comments in a sermon for Lent that whilst we may not all be equal in terms of earthly gains, we can all be equal before God in these practices. If we're honest, we know that most of life is spent diverting ourselves from these great questions. Who is God? Who am I? What's the point of my life? Where am I going? Towards heaven or away from it? These are the most fundamental questions, often so overwhelming that we prefer to divert ourselves with all kinds of excuses. In Lent, we go into the desert with Jesus for 40 days because in the desert there are no distractions. There we can learn again the basics of how to pray, how to fast, how to give alms. And the evil one always tries to divert us from the true path. He did this when he appeared to Jesus at the end of his 40 days because the evil one is waiting for us. And the devil will try in a thousand ways to divert us from what is good and what is ordered towards God. So it's good to confront this and to ask, how does the evil one tempt me? The devil said to Jesus, command that these stones be turned into bread. Now, those stones on the desert floor would have looked like tiny loaves of bread. And I don't know about you, but whenever there's any fasting involved, I automatically seem to feel more hungry than usual. I can't go a day without food, never mind 40 days. So the first temptation is to focus our lives on material things and on the satisfaction of our sensual desires. Thomas Merton said, bodily desires, good in themselves, are like little children because they're so insistent. They want what they want when they want it. Food, drink, pleasure, comfort, now. And like children, if they're not indulged, they can run riot in the house. The house in question, of course, is the house of our soul. There are lots of people who make life the satisfaction of these desires and who spend all their time and effort seeking pleasure. When we do that, we shut down our life, which is precisely why Jesus responds in that manner. Man does not live by bread alone. Food and drink and pleasure are good, but we don't live by those things alone. The devil then leads Jesus to the parapet of the temple and tempts him to throw himself down from the top. This is code for the pinnacle of society. Here the temptation is to glory, 
honour, being seen and admired by everybody. Many of the people who don't care about sensual things will care about honour, about being seen, being admired, being at the very top of society where everyone watches you. That's the ego inflated to an unhealthy degree. St Thomas Aquinas says that glory is just a flag of virtue. It says, look at what I'm doing, look at this moral goodness. Now there's nothing wrong with honour in itself, but if you seek glory for its own sake, we're saying that I'm deliberately avoiding the virtue and drawing attention to the flag. So Jesus dismisses the devil saying, do not put the Lord your God to the test. The final temptation is to power. The devil then took him up higher on the mountain and showed him all kinds of kingdoms of the world. It's a more refined arena of temptation, not sensual pleasure or honour, but power. And power is one of the great motivating factors in all of human history. Many of the great world leaders, from the ancient emperors to modern-day dictators, were motivated by the desire to wield power. But we're all tempted by it. Whatever little power we have, we like. We wield it. There are many people who have let go of sensual pleasure in order to grab power and keep hold of it. We've seen it in our own day with the desire of world leaders to wield power and dominate others. The devil says that he can give Jesus all this power because they all belong to him, because the devil is in one sense the lord of them all. The price we pay if we make power the central focus of life is the worship of the devil, which is to say the loss of our soul. Jesus says, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but suffers the loss of his soul? The spiritual life is all about surrendering to God's power, allowing God to dominate us. When we make our domination of others paramount, then you've lost your soul and you've worshipped the devil. So Jesus dismisses the devil, saying, do not put the Lord your God to the test. So sensual pleasure, honour and power, the three big temptations we face. And the antidote is prayer fasting and charity. 40 days separate us from Easter, this earnest time given so that we may attend to our conversion with greater commitment by listening to the word of God through prayer and penance and a more generous love of neighbour. We have a spiritual journey that prepares us to relive the Easter mystery. Mary will guide us in the Lenten pilgrimage because it's all about getting closer to Jesus, getting closer to heaven and getting to heaven. And that's what she wants for us. Aided by her in the spiritual warfare against sin, we constantly plead, convert us, Lord, turn us back to you, God, our Saviour. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, through the yearly observances of Holy Lent, that we may grow in understanding of the riches hidden in Christ and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.